y'all three fucking camera angles i love it we fucking out like her, legit kid. looks like a, a nice podcast oh, so much better i can actually look at you and talk to you it's so fucking great okay here we go what's going on everybody today's episode we're gonna be talking about the most expensive cigars the ones you can buy now and some of the ones that were purchased in the past so stay tuned because it's a burn down <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Burndown. I'm Justin, a.k.a. The Dapper Cigar. Uh, I am Brother Cigar. Brother Cigar. Oh, and my name is Eric. That's spelled E-R-I-C, the only and best way to spell it anywhere else. You can't trust them. A.k.a. EJ. A.k.a. Slick Rick. A.k.a. Young Money. Yo, A.k.a. Yeah. Brother Cigar. If you're new to this channel, please hit the like button, please hit the subscribe button, and please hit the bell to be notified for every single time we drop a new video, new episodes every single Friday, videos throughout the week. If you're an audio file listening on whatever podcast, 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 podcast streaming platform you're on, please hit the like button, the follow, the subscribe, and share it with all of your friends. Eric, what's the website? Hey, check out the website, burndownpodcast.com. It's $5 a month. You can Find it in your car. You can find that change in your seat, in your couch, in the drawer in your kitchen. $5 a month. Exclusive discounts. Monthly giveaways. Burndownpodcast.com. Check it out. Let's go. So today's podcast topic, we're going to go over some of the most expensive cigars ever purchased or some of the most expensive that are currently available. We're also going to throw in some of the rarest Exclusive. Exclusive. Some of what we like to call the unicorns of the cigar world. But before we do that, we have to pour ourselves a drink, which we already did. We're drinking the Cigar Box Malbec, courtesy of Eric, brother cigar over here, a.k.a. EJ, a.k.a. Slick Rick, a.k.a. Young Money. I don't, young Money's a new one, but I'll take I it. I just threw it in there. It sounded good. Yeah. I felt like, like it rolled off the tongue. I don't have any nicknames, so I got to give them all to you. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> and what are we going to be smoking today? We uh, should have pulled out a rare cigar. We should have. We should have. I have one of the ones that are on the list. I have a few of the ones that are on the list, actually. I, I got no rare I ones. I think I, I have a Partagas Lusitania, a little sneak peek. I got a BBMF that's in there. I'll be smoking a BBMF on my wedding day, that's for sure. Damn, son. Damn. Damn, son, where you're fond. You know what the BBMF stands for? Big Bad Motherfucker. We can say that on our show. We curse. We swear. We cuss. I'm smoking a very non-rare cigar. This is the CAO Italia. Or for those people out there, CAO Italy. Very basic cigar, but a hell of a good cigar. My favorite one, though, out of all these, like this little brand here, the CAO Brazil, Italy, uh, Colombia, and America. Not just because I live in America, but America is the best one. I do like that. That's a great package. They have a four pack of all those. It's a. Uh, Two for three. Two for three. Um, so I'm going to be smoking. This isn't really rare, but it's it's up there. And it's pretty exclusive cigar. Uh, I mean, it's a high, pretty... Yeah, high high uh, dollar amount cigars. It's a pretty penny. It's uh, <laughs> it's the Placencia Ama de Fuego. Um, I believe this is a box press Toro. Uh, feels like a box press Toro. So we're going to get these cut, lit up, so we can get this episode going. I want to smoke this one. This one's probably going to go really well wow. with this Malbec. So. It's got a little stank to it. I kind of like it. it? A little stank. So I'm stoked about this one. So let's get these cut and dive into this episode. We have 
a few articles that we've pulled up. We were kind of do some research. I'm like, you know what? Let's just. I. Hey, hey now. Hey I, now. I. Said, let's just go off the cuff here and um, spit out some of the top cigars. Yeah, we were talking. You were talking. We were both talking, and you mentioned that you were online the other day or whatever, and you saw an article from Cigar Aficionado. Yes. And I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool to talk, like, if we can find, like, how much JFK's box of Petite H. Upman sold for, if there are any left, like, and you're like, oh, funny you should ask. There are some articles out there that do talk about. Yeah, what, what was the episode we were talking about? Iconic cigar smokers? Yeah. And JFK came up? Yeah. And so JFK, a little flashback to that episode is he had um, 1,200 of the Petite Upmans shipped to him. Like the day before he the signed embargo. the embargo yeah. that you couldn't get cigars anymore. So that's a baller move. Um, so we're going to go through some of these uh, these boxes that are that have gone for just astronomical prices for cigars. I mean, it reminds me, I recently been, I usually watch it on YouTube or I used to watch it on TV, but it's easier to watch on YouTube. But now they don't really have too many episodes left on YouTube because it's all off. You have to pay for it now. But American Greed. Ever watched that no, show? No, I haven't. Oh, it's so it's good. good. It's such. A, it's on MSNBC, but uh, that was his name, Stacy Keege or something like that. Oh no, he has that deep voice today on American Greed. But uh, it was a show, and I used to watch it, and I used to watch it on like on YouTube, and then they don't really offer the full episodes. So the other day, I was like, I was, I was like, man, I really want to watch American Greed. It's so like interesting to just see how greedy people are and these scams and stories these people put. And uh, obviously, they have a podcast version of it because if you have a, if you have a video of it, most likely you can listen to it. So they do have an American Greed podcast, and they have hundreds of episodes. And it's been uh, filling my my work time all day for like the last two or three weeks. So like some of these people, they buy like crazy shit like that. Like you know, they're pretend like they're the prince of of Abu Dhabi or the prince of India or like they're some, buy some crazy stuff, and they just buy crazy like they make steal millions of dollars from people and they buy cars and and this and that and some people you know they do so they mention. steal money from people and then they buy is that what well, you said no yeah it's all about like american greed so it's all about people who scammed people oh, oh it's okay. people who pretended to be someone else started businesses and said they did one thing like you know like bernie madoff type stuff i used to watch and, a show like that i was on uh, bbc i think it was a, a british show and is that what that is british broadcast channel yeah. and it was called the real hustle Okay. And they used to show it was a bunch of guys that they were either uh, magicians or art of deception kind of guys, and they would show you all the different like hustles that were out there. And I used to love the casino hustle ones because they show you how like people would scan the casino. They would do like different chip steals, like how they would steal from other people's chip racks while they're at the craps table, or they would be able to like place a bet on the. Uh, they had this one where they uh, thank you they on the roulette table. They would place a bet like on a roulette table and they would hide a chip underneath their arm. So their arms are like sitting down on the table. And they would hide a chip underneath their arm and they would hold another couple chips in their hand and a number would come out and they would go to place a bet. And obviously you can't place a bet after the number had already come out. So they would go to place a bet and would slide their arm in and would try to place a bet. And the dealer would say, I'm sorry, you can't place a bet. The ball's already landed. But they would underneath their arm. There's another chip that they slid onto either red or black. Uh, so they would pick up and like, listen, I'm so sorry. They would take the chips back, but they wouldn't see the one that they slid on. 
I was like, oh, God, it's genius. Damn. Yeah. And they went through this whole spiel about all these different things. I said, wow, that's fucking genius. No, I mean. Some no. of the shit that people came up with. This ain't no hustle. This is like ruining people's lives. Well, they you did know, stuff like that, too. They showed you how you can uh, shortchange people when you go in. You're like, hey, can I get a, like, can I ask you if change of a five? And they give you the singles. And like, actually, you know what? If, um, why don't you keep the five and the singles and give me a 10 instead? And they'd be like, like oh. yeah, no problem. And they give you the 10, but they didn't realize that they just lost out on five bucks. All shit like that. I'm like, wow, this stuff's like, it's kind of genius, but you, would, I would never do it because it's. This is about like, so, you know, um, people creating like LLCs and pretending that they can do this. And they'll be like, oh, and you know, I got this big tip and invest money and I'll make you money. And people pretend to be, like I said, princes of like different countries. Like one girl was like, said she was like the daughter of like a, a German she was like a German princess and would just ask for all this money and be like, she went on a huge trip with all her friends and the credit card that was, she wasn't, wasn't working. So she asked her friend, Oh, just put on your credit card and goes to like this crazy hotel and I'll pay you back. She racked up like $65,000 worth of like credit oh, card. And was I like, get that shit all the time on Instagram. People say, Hey, I'm in Africa and I can't afford my education. Can you send me money? I go, yeah. no. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Like, crazy stuff. Stealing so, millions of dollars. So let's get into this. So I found this article. It's called Dreams of Cigar Unicorns. It was published in uh, January, February of 2021, so last year, about a year ago, on by a gentleman named Gordon Mott. It was published on uh, Cigar Aficionado, or maybe it was shared on Cigar Aficionado, probably published someplace else. But they talked about a, a few different unicorn cigars that sold for just some crazy amounts of money. So they said um, there's cigars like the uh, – where is this? Um the 1492 is what it's called and is a uh, 1492 is Christopher Columbus the, sailed the ocean. The Cuba tobacco 1492 humidor filled with 50 cigars of the same name, um, 26 year old Cuban cigars. And I think it was released to commemorate. Um, it was released in 1992 to commemorate the. 500 years of Christopher Columbus introducing tobacco, right? Um, so it says there's 50 cigars. They're five and five eighths by 46 ring. Okay. And then upon release, the humidor costs between a thousand to $2,000, depending on the market. Yeah. So back in 92, it costs about one to two grand. Okay. In this article, it says that those cigars, uh, the 1492 at auction in United Kingdom, in 2018, sold for $31,000. This box of cigars, averaging $637 per stick. And how many cigars in there? There's 20? There was a box of 50. 50? 31 grand it sold for. That's a big-ass box of cigar, and that's a big-ass price tag. 14, they called them the 1492s. And who the, made these? Uh, it was by a company. It was called the uh, Cuba Tobacco. Yeah, Cuba Tobacco. Um... Sold at auction, hosted by British cigar retailer C. Gars Limited, for thirty one thousand dollars. Wow! Like, how do you how do you come up with that? I mean, I don't know if they're a large cigar manufacturer or whatnot, but it's got a pretty cool uh, box look, and it's kind of like a rounded box. But so they have another one on here. It's the Dunhill Estupendo. So the three that were on this one was that the first one was the uh, what would we say the fourteen ninety two. The next one was the Dunhill Estupendo. Exceeded that price um, per cigar back in 2012. They had six loose estupendos, so like just singles, singles, sold for just over a thousand dollars each per cigar. Hey, honey, 
Uh, instead of going on that vacation to Hawaii, I've actually bought $6,000 worth for six cigars. Get That's the f- out of my house. Well, so cigar reason why Cigar Ficcionado, the other one was the Cohiba uh, Bahike BHK 52 um, was selling for about 200 per cigar in 2018 in any size. But the reason they, put them, they brought them up was because Cigar Ficcionado rated them. It was like the highest three ever rated. The Cohiba scored 97. The 1492 scored a 99. And the Estupendo was the only one that ever achieved um, 100 points. Damn. I believe it was the only one ever achieved 100 points. Which one was that? The Estupendo. That received 100 from That's Cigar? That's a Dunhill Estupendo received a perfect score. I wonder what goes into a perfect score for a cigar. Do they give you why it was rated 100? No, they don't. But So here we go. So rolling down the list, the Cohibe, to go more into that. Um. <clears throat> Runs on a list of prices. Okay, a Cohiba 30th anniversary humidor with 50 cigars sold for 52 grand. A 30th, a 30th anniversary, a 40th anniversary El Blue humidor holding 40 of the original individually numbered um, Cohiba Bejiques. So mm-hmm. when they first came out, the originals, this one sold for 156 grand Damn. at auction. Damn. And the Cohiba 50th anniversary with the gold leaf cabinet doors. And 50 Cohiba anniversary cigars sold for almost half a million. 450,000. Huh? 450,000? So what's that math? So basically if it's $500,000 for 50 cigars. That's $10,000 a cigar. That's 10 grand a stick. Yo. A stick. Yo. Okay, so. But like, do you even smoke those cigars? Well, I was just going to ask you. What would like... Like, what's the most that you've ever spent on a single cigar? I don't know, close to a hundred bucks. Probably a hundred bucks, right? I think maybe the close. Maybe I was like on a hundred and fifty, maybe a uh, hundred bucks. Let's just call it a hundred bucks. Royal Probably. release was a hundred bucks at one time. Yeah, the BBMF. I've got the um, um, what is that? The Zeno Platinum. Uh, the the was it the blue label? The blue label, the chubby in the little box. Okay, yeah. The Z Crown, whatever that one is. Uh, that's like a hundred bucks. But ten grand a stick, like would you ever? Like we love cigars. What would be the most? Like <laughs> we love cigars, but do we really love? But do you, okay, do you have any humid like unicorn cigars that you've always, always, always wanted to smoke? Yeah, you having you having trouble over there? Yeah, I'm having a little bit of trouble. I'm trying to get comfortable over here. I'm still trying to figure out my 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 uh, my sh- my spiel. You got to put the one foot on the floor. That's what I do. Yeah, but I like also I like the the platform down here. Um. How much would I be willing to spend for a cigar? I, you know, it's kind of because I feel like if I spend anything more than a hundred bucks. First of all, if I spend a hundred dollars on a cigar, I'm probably not gonna smoke it for some time. But I feel like if you spend anything more than a hundred dollars on a cigar, like you feel like you don't want to smoke it, like right? Like I have those that are saving for super special occasions, like the the BBMF. Is that considered a rookie move? I don't, I don't think know. It. I don't think it is, man. That's too easy. It's too easy. It's way too easy. It's going to be very hard to have a rookie move now. Yeah. People that are listening, I I, I, I flicked my uh, cigar and the ash on the table. It's not a rookie move. But though. it's not really a rookie move because... It's got to be like... Bang. It's yeah. be or if you, if you... How about if you hit your mic? Like if you drop it on your mic or something? All right. Yeah. Let's, let's put some parameters out here. You know what I'm saying? Like if you put it in your mouth and you hit your mic, that's got to be one. Because you can't really drop it on yourself anymore. Yeah. So the only time... Yeah, I mean, it, the whole point was you dropped ash on yourself. I mean, dropping it on the table, it's not really anything because there's no, there's no real drama to it. Yeah. So, yeah, you have to you obviously 
have, put it on your chest, your lap, anywhere on your. It'll happen. When it happens, we'll be like, "That's a rookie move." Yeah. Like, you know, it's gonna happen eventually. Is that like that's 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 not a rookie? I actually was, I like like just tap tapped it with my finger, and I'm like, "That's not a rookie." That's so, like that's way too easy. It'd be like we'd be having like a hundred rookie moves a year. So, but yeah, there's certain cigars like the 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 BBMF, right? I have that stick, and I'm saving that for my wedding day. Right, it's a hundred. I don't know what it is now. Toro Fuente BBMF. Yeah, that's on the list in here, and I'm saving that for a special day. I have that other one that I'm saving in there. I have a Pargus Lusitania that's in there. Save that for maybe a kid. I have another one in there like that. That uh, the blue, the one I talked about, the Zeno. I'm gonna look it up because I can't remember the name of it. That one will save for like when you know we go viral, like you, when we hit when we hit ten thousand subscribers or something, or we sell ten thousand cigars, something like that. You know? Do you think it's do you think if when you get into a point where you're spending all that money on cigars, do you think people just use it as an investment and hope it goes up? Maybe. Right? Yeah, here it is. It's this here it is. It's the uh So this is on MikeCigars.com. Xeno Platinum Z Crown. And the one that I have is the Chubby, which is a perfecto. It's a f- almost five inches by fifty four. And this site says it's eighty six dollars per stick. Okay. Um so I figure that's another hundred dollars. I think when I bought it, it was like I bought it ninety two dollars or something like that. Okay. So, so it went down. So things like that, right? But ten grand a stick. I mean, if you got the money, it all depends. Like Jeff Bezos spending ten grand on a stick is not. Yeah, but know, that's, that's like one, us spending. $10 that's one in a kajillion, you know. But yeah, I mean, if you are spending ten thousand dollars on a singular stick, think of all the things that you can do with ten thousand dollars. Even if I all had all that money, I don't even know. Yeah, it's like, dude, you can do a lot with ten grand. Hell yeah, you can. You can go on a trip around the world. You can, dude. You can buy a new car or a down payment on a new car. Dude, you can do a lot, man. You, you can, can invest it. You know what in kind of, of trip you can have? I mean, shit, my freaking my uh, engagement trip, which was off the freaking chain, was figure ten grand. Call it ten grand when you like add everything up with a little, like. That was a, a phenomenal trip. You can do that, and it was le- you can do it for less than ten grand. Like you didn't have to do the off the wall with the engagement, and everything. Yeah. If you just go for a trip, it's less than ten grand. I think it was like call it six grand, sixty five hundred for the room for the two people for the whole week, which is all inclusive everything. So like easily, you can go to a nice vacation for less than ten grand. Are you gonna spend it on one stick? No, I'm not. Dude, I'd rather I'd rather bathe in ten I'd rather bathe in ten thousand singles in a bathtub than buy a, a ten thousand dollar cigar. All right, so let me let's look at this. Okay. You hear that? Yeah. I'd rather bathe. I'd rather put get ten thousand singles, go to a strip club and say, I want ten thousand singles, please, because it'd be funny. Bring it home, put it in a bathtub and smoke then just, a cigar. And I would light the cigar with a with a with, That's yeah. way better. Sounds like a reel coming. And it's that's like think about it from a content perspective. Imagine Imagine making a video of that. That I feel like that's more. People. What would get more views? I think doing that, smoking a ten thousand dollar cigar, or smoking a cigar in ten thousand dollars. Because you can, <laughs> you can make a video and say, "Hey, the cigar is ten thousand dollars," and no one's ever no going to believe that. that, and no one's going to believe it. But if you're in a cool, a nice bathroom with ten thousand dollars in a bathtub, and you're smoking a cigar in the tub covered in money, and you're lighting your cigar with a, a single or whatever with a dollar bill. That you can even get, you can get fake, you can buy fake money online, but that just looks way cooler, right? I'd rather, I'd rather do that. All right, so there's a couple other ones. So, this one I found is from Finances Online, and it's the most expensive cigars in the world. 
in the in world. the world. So now I'm gonna should I start at number one or go from number ten? Go from number ten. Because this this the bottom one like. I don't even know if this shouldn't even be on there. It's the Arturo Fuente Opus X BBMF. It says $50, $55 a stick. I don't That's think it is. It's like 100 I've never even okay. seen it for that low. Okay. But they have the Don Arturo Anniversario, which is um, $7,500 a box. How many come in a box? 10 I don't know. I can like click. I think. Oh, here he goes. So this is, yeah, this is the cigars made with delectably aged tobacco. Um, it is limited and one humidor of these amazing roll hosts 96 cigars with 46 in alternative wrappers. That's not the one that we like, the Don Carlos Anniversario. No, this is a special one. This okay. is a special release. Um, actually, here we go. I can go on the bottom and I can actually scroll up. And all right, so let me go. Let me go to the, the first one here because this is a top 10. Um, and we talked about the BBMF. Okay. Talk about this one. Next one, Gurkha, His Majesty's Reserve. Now, Gurkha's been known for having some pricey sticks. Okay, I, think I don't they know have, why. But yeah, but they have some pricey sticks. So this one's $15,000 a box. And the brand is made with 18-year-old tobacco uh, and is enhanced with a premium and rare Louis Thirteenth cognac. Box of 20 pieces is priced at fifteen grand, means, means you pay $750 a stick. And the Gurkha makes less than 100 boxes of these each year. So they make these every year. Uh, number how many s- boxes? Less than a hundred. Less than a hundred every year. And how much is a box? Seventy-five, uh, fifteen grand. Wait, wait, wait. So they make a, less than a hundred boxes every year, and they and sell it for fifteen grand. Fifteen what? grand a box. So what's the exclusive exclusivity about it? I don't know. That's silly. It's made with Louis the Thirteenth. The Cohiba Bahike, everybody knows. So this one is um, released this brand in two thousand six to celebrate the fortieth. We talked about this one already. So this one. Uh, okay, Arturo Fuente Opus X Limited. So this one's thirty grand a box. Thirty grand in two thousand three. So I think these are the ones that were released like in that year. But I'm just gonna go through Gurkha's on here again. Gurkha Black Dragon, dude. Imagine saving thirty grand. Like, dude, all right, to buy one box. But imagine you're like, all right, I got thirty grand in my bank account. I'm ready to buy something. Oh, maybe it's a down payment. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's college tuition for my kid. And it's like, nah, I'm going to drain my whole bank account on a box of cigars. Well, you know what's almost like? I feel like what they're doing here is they're selling them as boxes, and the box will be 50 cigars. So it's like one cigar will cost you $500, but there's 50 in a thing, so it costs you 25 grand. And I'm like, okay, so the box is 25 grand, but one cigar is 500. So is it really the most expensive cigar in the world? Because you can have other a single stick, like for instance, that Dunhill Estupendo. Sold for a thousand dollars a stick. There's only six six singles. That's more than this one, but this is higher on the list because it was twenty five grand. Yeah, I guess I go and buy box. So here's this one's actually this is the Grand Habano number five L Gigante. This is the shout out to George from Grand Habano. I didn't even know they were. I didn't even know they had an expensive ass cigar. Look at this stick. Okay, I'm gonna try to turn this so you can see this stick. Huh? So people that are listening, I'm gonna huh? read I'm gonna read this to you, okay? You have to send me all these links. So I know. I can, and I, I feel bad it. because like I should we should have printed this out. This is kind of spur of the moment because I'm doing a lot of talking here. Um but so this cigar, it was created as a display item. Nineteen feet long and three feet wide. That okay. Is so girth. So let's so let's do the math here. We we you you label cigars the sizes by the length in inches, or if you're in overseas, it's millimeters. 
and then the 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 ring gauge is in sixty fourths of an inch. Okay, so nineteen feet long times twelve inches is what one hundred and twenty plus ninety plus what is that one hundred eight? So it's like two hundred and eight inches. So it's a two hundred eight if I did the math correctly, right? Yeah, ten by ten by is one twenty, right. and then nine by is ninety one hundred eight, so two hundred eight. And three feet wide is 36 inches wide, and you run them as 60 fourths of an inch. So a 64 ring is one inch wide. So you got to do 64 times 36. 64 times 30. I don't even know what that is. 180. Swing that around. Let me see 192. That. So it's like. It, it's, you can't even smoke that, though. It's fucking monstrous. It weighs 1,600 pounds. Like, what's the point of that? Oh, no. No, I take that back. The huge cigar has been made with 1,600 pounds of tobacco, which equals about 25,000 regular cigars. 25 of these bad boys. And it's placed on – oh, so it is 1,600 pounds, and it's placed on a 900-pound wooden crate, uh, and it's sold for $185,000. Can you – let me see that. Let me see that thing again. Can you see it? Yeah. What do you – it's a display item. It's not even meant to be smoked. And how you can't it? smoke it. How the fuck are you going to put your mouth around that thing? How do you preserve it then? No clue. How much is it? 185000 Yeah. So here's... Okay. Here's number three. Top three now. Double Corona. Uh, I'm going to say Regius Cigars Limited. Regius Cigars Limited created the special edition Double Corona cigar and sold it to a businessman named Callum Jones for a whopping $54,000 in 2013. One cigar, fifty-four thousand. One cigar, fifty-four boxes of ZD. Why? <laughs> Let me tell you. It says it right here. Okay, let's hear it. Why is this cigar so expensive? Along with the fine flavor and taste, it the- cures cancer. <laughs> it gives you an extra ten inches on your cock. <laughs> Shit, sign me up. <laughs> Along with the fine flavor and taste, the makers also provided Mr. Jones a guided private tour of their factory in Nicaragua so that he can witness the manufacturing process firsthand. So you paid for a trip. You paid for a fucking trip. You didn't pay for no thanks ago. You paid 54000 for a cigar to get a private viewing of their factory? Well, apparently, wait, there's more. Oh, okay. In addition... The fifty-four thousand. The purchaser also receives a thousand custom rolled smokes, along with naming rights and boxes. So, if their quality is good, Regis Cigars will even market them as part of their range. The cigars. So apparently, so they make you a thousand that cigars you, that you can name whatever and get the rights to. Yeah. So, so for fifty-four grand. So based, sounds like a waste of money to me because you can do that for less than fifty-four. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, bizarre. So now we're getting into some of those, like... And who makes that? Re, uh, Regis, Regis Cigars Limited. So now we're getting into some crazy ones, okay? Here's the top, the, the top two. And these will blow your fucking head off, okay? Mayan Sicars. S-I-C-A-R-S. Not cigars. Cigars. Cigars, okay? The ancient Mayans smoked tobacco, and this is proved by the discovery of 800 pre-Columbian cigars in Guatemala in 2012. So they discovered cigars. Cigars were dated back to 600 years ago, but they were still fit to be smoked even today. 
This led to a melee among tobacco enthusiasts to land the prize catch. The Mayan Sikars were discovered by a team of archaeologists from Tampa University. Expert diggers were astonished when the cigars were in prime condition. Wait, so they, they found cigars? Found cigars. Like they were just digging? The diggers were astonished. The cigars were in prime condition. The reason is they were buried well below the surface in sealed clay pots. What? And they found these cigars. And a collector, this is the shit I'm talking about. I want to hear about this. And a collector named Gary Leota, no relation to Ray Leota uh, from Goodfellas, uh, who's a proprietor of Santiago Cigar Factory in Rochester, New York. Shout out. Took home the entire collection by shelling out $507,000. All right, let me get this straight. <laughs> so some guys out in Guatemala from Tampa University... I guess there are some archaeologists. Is that what you said? Yeah, they were digging. They were digging. They were digging for something. They were digging for some fossils. Digging for gold. Hopefully, finding the next T Rex for Jurassic Park. And they dug so far into the ground that they found clay pots, which enclosed thousands of cigars that were perfectly preserved. It was eight. It was eight hundred of them. Yeah, eight hundred perfectly preserved cigars in a clay pot. Sealed clay pots from the Mayans. Now I want to know the history behind that, and we're never going to get that. But. I don't know, but they uh, the ancient. So they found these cigars that were dated over six hundred years old, Damn. and they sold for five hundred seven thousand dollars. And that's number two. That's not even number one. That's a. How do you top that? Wait, wait. I also will talk about this. The fucking mines, bro. Uh, <laughs> five hundred grand for eight hundred cigars. What is that per cigar? You know what? The price is cool. I'm still. I'm still fascinated that they dug in the ground and found perfectly preserved cigars in a pot clay pot that were like perfect let's light it up right here i guess what because the moisture from the dirt i guess never got hot or too cold it was just i like, don't know man they sealed here. the pots it's airtight that's crazy and i mean down there in guatemala the humidity is probably fine you don't probably you probably don't really need a humidor humidity probably stays pretty much where it is damn that's crazy bro I now wouldn't. that, now okay, go back to so eight hundred cigars, and it sold for five hundred thousand dollars. So if you figure, if it's five hundred cigars, five hundred dollars per cigar, that's four hundred thousand, and it sold for five hundred thousand. So it's probably like you know five hundred fifty dollars a cigar. I would, I would buy that. I would spend that for a cigar for that cigar. Yeah, that. That, I would spend a thousand for two of those. That has more meaning. I would see. I would. That's different. I would spend a thousand dollars on two of those cigars or whatever. Sixteen hundred up for. Would you ever smoke it though? Because once you smoke, it's like that, that's the thing. Or see, that's what I would spend a thousand for two of the cigars. I would smoke one of them and I would hold on to the other one. That's what I would do. If that's the case, I, mean, I might even buy three to smoke one and hold on to two and just have two. You know, so fifteen hundred. Figure it's five hundred dollars a stick. So I would spend that. I would spend that. No problem. Because that's not a thousand dollars. Not a lot. Dude, of money. that's history. That's like having a painting. That's like having a Basquiat, a Picasso in your house saying, I spent a thousand dollars on this painting. Or like, for instance, like one, and I'm going to look this up. I don't even know how far we are into this episode, to be quite honest. Let me uh, find out. We're 32 minutes in. All right. Um, Almost at one, anyways. But I will, uh, I'm going to look up after this because I want to see if we can find the John F. Kennedy. Petite Upman's yeah. thing. You know, like I would buy one of those. Or if you had a, a box of Winston Churchill cigars that it has he, to have. They said that Winston Churchill actually had like, he would hold like 4,000, 5,000 cigars in his house at a time. 
That I would buy. Because that has more historical background and more historical meaning. Be like, because if you go to somebody, if someone who has no idea about cigars, and you're like, oh, hey, I bought a, a, this box of cigars for $10,000 because it's exclusive because they only made it once every 10 years. Okay, I guess someone would be like, okay, that's pretty cool. But to someone who doesn't know cigars and be like, hey, by the way, I have two cigars here that were found in Guatemala that are ranged to be older than 600 years old that were perfectly preserved in the ground from the Mayans. I have two of them right here. That holds a little more weight. Um, okay. Um, or, hey, I have a box or a few cigars from the original embargo before JFK. See, I would, yeah, See, I would spend, I agree. That has you. more, wow, that has more of a factor. I, I'm going to tell you number one. And if number one and number two were the same, I would buy number two just for the fact that you're talking about is it's got like, there's a story, it's a meaning behind it. Number one. What's number one? Okay. I'll tell you number one. So it's by Gurkha. All right. right. Next. It's the Gurkha Royal Cordesin Cigar. Okay. Gurkha Cigars created this tour de force with the finest care and ingredients and it tops the list. Each hand-rolled cigar is infused with the delectable Remy Martin Black Pearl Louis the Thirteenth, so it's the it's the, the was that a cognac? Yeah, Remy Martin Black Pearl Louis the Thirteenth. So like the top of the top, Louis the Thirteenth. Go to any store, you see the crystal, right? That bottle sells for one hundred sixty five thousand dollars a bottle. So they took that and they infused the cigars with that bottle. Okay, to ensure perfect production quality, only selected hand roll rollers are permitted to lever the cigars. In addition, all the artisans are blindfolded to heighten their senses so that their movements are natural with minimal distractions. So it's like super, super, super controlled, okay? The Royal Curtison Cigar is filled with rare Himalayan tobacco that has been watered only with Fiji water. Sorry, say that say again? Where? So it's, Himala- it's tobacco grown in the Himalayas that's only watered with Fiji water. Okay. Okay. That's pretty cool. Each piece, excuse me, is wrapped in gold leaf and the band is embellished with diamonds totaling up to five carats. Okay. If you can afford it, a messenger wearing spotless white gloves will hand deliver this opulent cigar to your place. Sit back and enjoy it like a king for the ransom that you paid for it. So let me re- I'm going to reiterate this. First off, it's Himalayan tobacco. That is only watered with Fiji water. I didn't even know they make tobacco. Didn't even know they made it either, okay? Himalayan tobacco only watered with Fiji water. Then they wrap it in gold. And then the band has five carats worth of diamonds. Why? Why? Take a guess. Why? What the price is. A cigar for the box? One cigar. Uh, $10,000. Higher. 25000 Higher. Oh, God. All right. Well, five carrots. All right. Five, you got five carrots in the band. So that's that's an easy, like, 15, 20 grand right there. All right. So let me go higher. How many cigars in a box? Does it say? Uh, it does not say. $50,000? Higher. For one cigar? One cigar. Oh, my God. Why are we doing this? Uh, 75000 You're not even in the ballpark, dude. I'm not even in the ballpark. You're not. Even, you're a factor of ten away. Seven hundred fifty thousand million dollars a stick. 
A million a stick? Kirka Cigars created this finest care and greens at a million dollars a piece. Dude, what? They just got to do that. They have to be doing that for clout. A mil- I'm going to look it up just to... Just to a million? Gurkha. We were just saying about 10,000. Gurkha Royal Curtison Cigar. Dude. Most expensive cigar no. in the world. No. No. And this one says even more. This one says it's $1.36 million a stick. A stick. Dude, we were just talking about spending ten grand on a stick, saying we can do a lot. Now you're oh. times 10 times 16? This is crazy. Shut. Oh, I'm sorry. Not even 10. No, not even times 10. Dude. That's times 100. Dude, times 160. Bro, what? Million dollars a stick. No. 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 I would still rather buy the cigars from the Guatemala. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm that's what I was pointing back is one versus two. I'm still buying the Mayans. Cuz if I go to someone's house and say, "Hey, look, I have a cigar here. It's in a case. It's a, worth a million dollars. I'd be like, wow, that's crazy. But you're also a jackass. Fuck that. No way. No way. That is dumb. No, I'm not about it. Stupid. Million dollars a fucking stick. Dude, hell no. You, I don't care if you're the oil tycoon Dude. of Saudi Arabia who have dumb money. Well, let me put it this way. All right. So what's a how many burn a box? Ten? So a box It didn't say. It looked to be it looked to be Well just say a box of ten is ten million, a box of twenty is twenty million. Well let's see. It looks to be let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. It looks to be thirteen across. So figure twenty six if there's two rows. A hundred thirty to twenty six million. But let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Okay. Twenty six million. If you have okay, so we were talking about I would spend five hundred dollars on that one Mayan cigar, okay. If you're like, I'm yawning because I'm bored because that's so ridiculous. If you're Jeff Bezos and you have two hundred billion dollars, okay, it's net worth. But let's let's say let's say you have, let's say you're a billionaire, a billionaire. You got a billion dollars liquid, okay. For you to spend a million dollars on one cigar literally doesn't even make a fucking dent. You are hundred percent right. For, okay, but same 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 analogy. If you're a billionaire and you spend one million dollars, that is one thousandth of your total liquid. So it's less, not even one percent. One percent of a billion is ten million dollars. Okay, because ten million times a hundred is one billion. Yeah. So one percent of your wealth is ten million. So you're you're spending a tenth of a percent of your liquid worth. So same thing. If you were to spend a tenth, let's say you make a hundred k, okay, a tenth of a percent is a hundred dollars, because a thousand yeah. times a hundred, right? So it's the same thing. Like if you make a hundred k and you spend a hundred dollars on a cigar, it's equivalent for you making a billion and spending a million dollars on a cigar. Hell no. Nah. That's the equivalent. So this is to like okay. If you're a billion, now think about it, you're a multi-billionaire. Okay, not two. Let's say you're ten billion dollars, thirty billion, whatever it is. You're buying these cigars, and like spending a million bucks to you is not anything. It's like a you know everybody's spending a hundred. So it's not. Because like for I you, if you're that. a billionaire and you spend a box and you buy twenty hundred dollars cigars, it's like it, it, you really don't so even many, feel it. Yeah, but that's so, but that there's only so many billionaires. But that's what I'm saying. That's probably why they made these because they know that there's somebody out there, like some oil guy in India, who's going to make you know fifteen billion dollars a year. 
He's going to be like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to buy these cigars. And they just hit their quota. They sell one. They hit their quota. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We got a million dollars in sales. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Million dollars. Dude, hell no. I do think, though, that if it was just like a Himalayan tobacco with just Fiji, water with Fiji water, that's pretty cool. That's a cool story. But the fact you wrap it in gold and add diamonds to it, like just to jack the price up, that doesn't add anything to the cigar. Okay, the fact maybe you dip it in Henny, but like... Some Henny. But, you know, it's still, I'm not one to have flavored cigars. So if you just gave me the Himalayan tobacco with water with Fiji... Dude, fuck that. Guatemalan pot and clove cigars all day. That's a cool-ass story. That kind of reminds me of the... Um, the Madeira wine that was found like in the bottom of a fucking sunken cruise ship or something. Did you ever hear about that story? No. There's some wine that was found. I, let me see if I can pull it up really quick because we only have about, we're kind of towards the end here. But uh, Madeira wine, um, maybe it was in the bottom of a cellar, not a sunken cruise ship. Uh, Liberty Hall Museum of Decision. Here we go. I think this is one. 221 year old. Okay, so it said, okay, accept this. All right, here we go. Um, 2015, during a six-month renovation project at Liberty Hall Museum in New Jersey, decision was made to remove plywood and plaster, remove a plywood and plaster wall in the wine cellar of the house. Uh, this hall was built in 1772. Get out of here with all these crap. Okay, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> so they found... In this cellar, 40 barrels of Madeira wine from the 1820s. What? So they found this. It was what? I love history. No, it was less. It was this one. This is. Okay. It was imported. Here we go. So they found. Here it is. Holds a stash of wine. It's got freaking cobwebs all over it and shit. Do you have a picture of it? Yeah. you can. It's very small, but you can see it like here. I can't really see it. Can't really see it. It's very, very small. But they found this. Uh. These bottles of wine that are 220 years old, 221. They said that it was, they, when they found it, it was imported from 1797. So 200 years is 1997, and they had 20 years is 2017. So they found it, what, 2018 or something? So they found this, they opened up this freaking wall in a middle of a cellar, some hall somewhere. And they found this stash of wine from 220 years old. That's sick. And it's wine, so it's like, now that's cool as shit. Hell yeah! Was but I'm good? not gonna. Was it say? Was I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I never had it. But I, fun fact: I, I opened. I opened the wall once. I opened a wall up once, and I found a Pete Rose baseball card. No, you didn't. Did you really? Yeah, it's beat up. But I mean, it's it just got like shreds and tears on the on the edge of the cigar. But you can. It's this picture. You can see his name. You can see his stats in the back. Do you still have it? Yeah, of course. Fuck, dude, that's for, that's that's hot. That's yeah. like it's pretty sick. It's in my jewelry box. That's got to be dollar high dollar count. Yeah, I I looked it up one year, but I mean it's so it's be a thousand bucks. Though. It's so beat up. I don't know if it's even worth buying. That's like when I found my Pokemon cards from when I was a kid. You know, the Charizards and all sorts yeah. of shit. But like I opened the wall up, and like something fell out, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I'm were you all- like instantly? I just I became a millionaire. No, <laughs> I was like, oh, because I, I saw the damage. I get, no, don't get me wrong. Like it's a full baseball card. It just has rips and tears on the edge, and like on the back, it has like some spots where like. The, yeah. the cardboard or whatever it's made out of like is off but I mean it, you can clearly see it's Pete Rose and I looked it up and I was like oh shit I wonder how much is this worth but I can't that was like four or five years ago but who knows maybe in another 40-50 years never know man 
I mean, that card was in the 60s. So, it, and I wish it was his rookie card because that would have been sick. But he was like in the league for like, I think he has stats for like two years in the league. So he was Pete still Rose, he was man. still young, which is wild. But uh, but yeah, found a Pete Rose baseball card that's in, cool a, in the wall once. So that's gonna do it. Anyway, that's gonna do it. So we appreciate everybody who's watching and listening to this episode of the Burnout Podcast. If you like this episode, the million dollar cigar. Please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. And please hit the bell to be notified for every single time we drop a new episode. We have new episodes every single Friday and other videos throughout the week. Eric is going to tell you about that website. Hey, man. And ladies. Hey, girl. Burndownpodcast.com. We provide exclusive discounts with our partners. Cigarandpipes.com. Nova Cigar. Revive Vinyl and Kansas Clean Distillery and exclusive discounts. It's only $5 a month. We have over 40 members right now, probably even closer to 50, which we all thank for all our members. But become a member and get in on this. It's a good deal. $5 a month, burndownpodcast.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Until next time, we're going to put our glasses up and we're going to say chin chin, cheers, salute. Prost. Prost.